Freedom Fridays. In this episode of Freedom Fridays, we are going to tackle the question, what is a Christian worldview? Now, a worldview is simply this. As the name would imply, it's viewing the world through a specific lens of different thoughts, ideas, presuppositions, um, and other information that you've taken in. A Christian worldview, therefore, is viewing the world through the lens of a Christian or biblical mindset. Everyone has a worldview. Not everyone has a Christian or biblical worldview, but everyone has a worldview. Uh, atheists have a worldview. Um, Christians who don't live like a Christian have a worldview. Different denominations in churches have a differing worldview. And all of this comes by asking some questions. The first question to determine what your worldview is, is where did we come from or why are we here? Now, a biblical worldview would say, where did we come from? Well, looking at the Bible, we can go to Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2, and we can determine that where we came from was that God created us. Uh, why are we here? Because God created us to have fellowship with him, and he created us to glorify him. And there's all sorts of uh, things in here as to what the purpose of man is. And so that would be what we would find in a biblical worldview. Where did we come from? Well, a, an evolutionary worldview would say, or an atheistic worldview would say, well, since in their mind there is no God, then we must have come from natural processes. And so you can see already that depending on where your worldview lies will determine where your conclusions lie in various aspects of life and practice. And so the very first question, if you were wanting to determine what kind of worldview you have, is where did we come from and why are we here? And those could be two separate questions. I'm going to lump them together. The second question is what is wrong with this world? And that may sound like a rhetorical question, but it's not. What is wrong with this world? Sometimes we can come to the same conclusion. Sometimes we won't, uh, based on the first question. But the second question, what is wrong with this world? Well, um, we can come to various differing conclusions on, on that based on where your worldview lies. If your worldview lies in an atheistic um, idea of the world, you may come to the same conclusion as a Christian would, saying what one of the things that is wrong with this world is that we are destroying it. We are um, not necessarily destroying it, but we're we're messing things up. Um, 
And so that generally would come from an atheistic worldview, but some Christians also can come to that conclusion. And why and how are, are going to vary and they're going to be different. For instance, um, a Christian worldview, one of the biggest things that's wrong with this world is sin. The number one thing that's wrong with this world is sin. It's not the only thing that's wrong with this world, but it is the number one thing that's wrong with this world is sin. And that started in Genesis chapter 3. And so we end up with the situation where we are sinful people. What also is wrong with this world is we do sinful things and there are sinful results and there are victims and there are perpetrators and there are um, all sorts of bad things that happen in this world because of sin. Uh, whereas the atheistic worldview cannot say that there is sin because sin, by definition, is a, uh, an offense against God. And so they don't believe in God, so they can't have an offense against God. And so what is wrong in this world um, may be naturalistic in their view. Um, we're, the, view. The world is so fragile that all of a sudden we're, we're damaging its very fragile ecology, and so we're destroying the world. Um, we come to two, different, two conclusions that are similar, but then for very differing reasons. Um, <clears throat> The third question is going to be very telling as to where your worldview really lies. And that third question is, how can we fix it? How can we fix this? Well, if you're talking about the sin problem, how can we fix it? We can't, but God did through the sending of his son, Jesus Christ. He was the propitiation for our sins, the atonement for the sacrifice that we needed to be. And so... Um, we have that in the scriptures. If you're talking about uh, ecology and how can we fix it, again, our approach is going to be very different because the humanistic or atheistic worldview is going to be that our ecology is very fragile and that we can screw it up uh, irreparably very quickly. Whereas a Christian worldview is going to be that God created this world robust and, and so there is nothing I can do to destroy it. Again, from a Christian worldview based on the sovereignty of God and his will and such, I can't destroy it without him allowing that and it being according to what he's already laid out in scripture um, doesn't mean that I can't, that I'm irresponsible with the environment or anything like that. Don't go down that road. That's not the case. Uh, you find actually the exact opposite, not only historically, but biblically. Um, but we find out how we can fix it very differently. We're going to try and fix different things because we're also going to see different problems based on your worldview. Your worldview has consequences. It has consequences on how you act. It has consequences on how you think. It has consequences in your relationships. It has consequences in how you treat people of the other gender. And yes, there are only two genders. 
Um, and it has consequences on how you treat your children, how you treat your parents. It has consequences on your value in the educational system. It has consequences across every area of your life. And if you take on a distorted worldview from the perspective of truth, then those ideas will yield distorted lies as well. A secular worldview or a worldview that presupposes that there is no God or that God is uh, aloof somehow and not active in the world, a worldview like that has no basis for stability, clearly no basis for morality, because morality must come from God, uh, must come, come from a moral lawgiver, it must come from a moral lawgiver who gives a moral law. Um, and you also have no hope. There is no hope in the secular worldview. You are born, you live for a short while, you die, and you go out of existence if there is uh, no heaven, hell, eternity, etc. So a secular worldview has no basis for those the stability in life, um, morality, or hope, um, which brings stability in life. A biblical worldview, however, follows these three things. First of all, a biblical worldview holds to truth. And now when we say truth, truth is not defined by you. It is not defined by me. It is not defined by my education or your education or our educational system. Truth is defined by God because he is the one who created in a biblical worldview. God's opinions matter, not mine. So if my opinion conflicts with God, a biblical worldview would say, God is right, I am incorrect, I am wrong. That leads us to the second part, and that is submission. Submission that I do things on God's terms, not my own. So my terms might be, I feel like I need a new pair of shoes. I don't have the $100 or whatever it costs for a new pair of shoes. And so I'm going to take that from someone else. God's viewpoint, however, says you shall not steal. Don't take things that are someone else's. And so you need to work hard in order to earn the money to buy the shoes that you need or want. And so submission is on God's terms, not my own. We find that in 2 Timothy 3.16, which says, All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. And so we submit to God's word and God's terms, not our own, because it defines what is adequate and what is good and what is uh, good for my correction, for teaching, uh, instruction, uh, profitable for all of these things and will equip me for every good work. The third 
aspect is relationship. And especially in two areas of relationship, that we should love God and love people. If we went to Matthew chapter 22, Matthew uh, records the, the instance where Jesus is asked the question about what is the greatest commandment. And Jesus answers eloquently that the greatest commandment, the greatest thing that you can do is to love the Lord your God with everything you have. Depending on which translation and which book of the Bible you look at, it's love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Everything that you've got is the concept here. So love God with everything you have. That is how your biblical worldview plays out. The second, he says, is like it to love your neighbor as yourself, which also is a biblical worldview all the way back to the Ten Commandments and even further, is to love your neighbor as yourself. In fact, you take the Ten Commandments, the first four are all about loving God with everything you have, and the last six are all about loving your neighbor as yourself. So what is a Christian worldview? A Christian worldview is a worldview, a view of the world, how we interact with the world that is based upon the scriptures. And so obviously in order to have a Christian worldview, you must be looking into the scriptures. You must be studying. You must be growing if you want to have an accurate Christian worldview. Now, there are a lot of Christians out there that do not live by a Christian world view. This is sad. In fact, we have bought in so many times to the world's way of viewing things, to the world's way of thinking things, that we have um, moved out of a biblical worldview. One large area is in the area of counseling. Um, there are Christian counselors, and there are biblical counselors. Don't confuse the two. A Christian counselor is simply a counselor who has put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. They are a Christian, and they are a counselor. They are not necessarily, however, a biblical counselor. Because many Christian counselors that are taught in many, unfortunately, Christian schools are taught the principles of counseling based on an evolutionary mindset or on a mindset based upon the world's ideas and ideals. Whereas biblical counseling is counseling people based upon not what the world sees or studies or thinks or has thought, but based upon what God has revealed in his word. And remember, the scripture says that we have everything here in the word of God that we need for life and for godliness. Unfortunately, many people believe that we have everything that we need for godliness in the scriptures, but not everything you need for life. And Paul reiterates that we have everything that we need for life and for godliness. And so that's one area where we see Christians with a differing worldview. 
Also, you may find a Christian living in a situation where they are living um, in a relationship and with someone in the same house, in the same bed, and etc., that uh, is not according to God's plan. That is a Christian that in that area, at the very least, they are living outside of a biblical worldview, out of a Christian worldview, and they're living among a secular or um, a, an atheistic worldview that they can do whatever they want and they're not accountable to God for it. Whereas a Christian worldview tries to take every area of life, our relationships, with uh, our family, our relationships that are romantic, our relationships with our boss, and our relationships with our neighbors, and et cetera, et cetera, and uh, how we do things, why we do things, our relationship with God, and tries to draw all of that and how we do that based upon the principles set forth in the scriptures. And so everything in a Christian worldview should come back to Christ. Everything in a Christian worldview should come back to the scriptures and find out exactly what does God want. Now, that's not going to be always explicitly defined in scriptures, but it will be implicitly defined. There are principles throughout the word of God that will give us the tools that we need to live by a worldview that is honoring to God and therefore a Christian worldview. Have a wonderful week, and we will see you next week on Freedom Fridays. Mm -hmm.